Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky podcast, the podcast dedicated to your development and helping you light all the way up. My name is Becky and I am business mentor, empowerment coach and founder of Get Lit Inc, the home to your business, career and personal development. And I am on a mission to help as many of you as I can shine brighter and access your fullest potential. It is time to shush that inner critic of yours, break through your limiting beliefs and self-defeating behaviors, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way and fearlessly step into your power so that you can build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. This podcast is for the dreamer, the believer, the go-getter and the inspired. Let's get lit. Hi, Britta. Hi, Becky. (laughs) Hello. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I'm so happy to be here, Becky, honestly. Wonderful. (laughs) I am so excited to have this chat with you. And I have been for a long time because I think, you know, in reading your book and learning more about you anyway, um, our messages are incredibly aligned. And actually, your book is so, 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 the messages in it are so aligned with everything that we are about here at Get Lit, um, from like the purpose, the meaning, being unafraid to light up. So I'm really excited to kind of explore that with you today and I have to say something we're going to talk about a little bit later anyway is just kind of reading the book myself um I felt a whole new kind of fire like kind of burn inside of me which I imagine is is essentially the point of the book um to encourage people to do that but I did you know I'm someone that has a lot of purpose and meaning in my life um and I feel deeply fulfilled, but reading the book made me kind of go, oh my God, I absolutely know what I want to, what I want to do next. So firstly, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> secondly, I guess just starting, this is a question that I ask everyone and I, I'm really intrigued to hear your answer because I think that's going to be such a beautiful alignment, but I always ask everyone at the start of a podcast, what does being lit up, what does getting lit mean to you? Ooh, I love that question. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to come, come back to that in a moment. I just want to say thank you so much, Becky, for what you just said and and I had kind of goosebumps and you know it's it is so true and I think when you put your essence into something um there's I think the my hope was that it would 
do that, that it would ignite something within you. Because obviously this fierce, this this purpose that we have within us um, mm. is there and it is always there, like you say. And even when you are already very purpose-led and driven, yeah. um, it, there's still more that can be, you know, lit up. And so I'm so happy to hear that. Yay! Oh, honestly, <laughs> I literally can't wait to delve into that because I do feel like a lot of our listeners are either searching for purpose, inspiration and meaning in their life, which we're going to talk about a lot today. Some of them do have a lot of that in their life. And I think that's something a really interesting conversation to talk about is when we already are feeling in purpose and, um, and, and inspired where I still got such a, I got a really deep belly feeling this, like when I was reading it and again, when I was even writing some of the, the additional questions today, like that it was, I was like, oh my God, I, there's more, there's more juiciness to have in life. It's crazy. Absolutely. And so this is exactly it. And so, so when I feel lit is when I'm connecting with that expansion, right? Yeah. Because that's exactly, yeah. and I can see it in your eyes, right? It's, <laughs> it's, it's really just kind of like, and, and, and it's like, because there is no, I mean, I don't want to say, I was going to say there is no rest. Obviously, no, there is rest. But what I mean by that is that if you are up for it, there yeah. is more, you know, there is yeah. greater expansion and greater expansion. And I'm saying expansion because expansion can be from the inside. So it doesn't mean that you have to be out there doing at all, right? Mm -hmm. It's just this opening up and, and, and regularly asking yourself, what sets me alight, right? You know, yeah. what lifts me up, right? What, what more? Where, you know, what, where do I want to go now? Because this, because we are moving all the time. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not just sitting, we're moving and we're changing all the time. And as a result of yeah. the changing, there are new dimensions to be explored. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the crazy part, I think, of any development work is, you know, there's always layers and you can, you can kind of take a huge step out and do something super purposeful, meaningful that you've never done before. And then you do that for a while and you're like, okay, where's my next fix of this? And, and even just having this conversation, there's like such an energy already, I feel like of just excitement. It's so amazing. So I kind of feel like, I'm going to let you talk about what fierce is, your fierce, because I love how you explain it in the book. And I, I imagine like your fierce is our lit and the way that we kind of describe it. So I'd love for you to go into detail to, to, to our audience as to what fierce truly means for you. Yeah, exactly. And and I think I think it's so nice that you have the word lit. For me, this word fierce you know, I was, I was looking for a way to describe this feeling that you have when you're inspired, you know, when, mm -hmm. when, when, when you hear something and it's not, it's not, you haven't decided, oh, now I'm going to feel inspired. No, it just suddenly hits you. It's like, um, and, and, you know, maybe you have goosebumps or you like just, I mean, I always have goosebumps. I just had goosebumps earlier <laughs> when you were talking. I'm like, oh, and it's like, it's energy. It's like, you know, and, yeah. and, and, and you, and you sense it and it's not. And so it doesn't start in your head, which is what, where most of our I kind of actions and so on emerge from, right? It starts from this kind of core, which I think is like in your heart and in your belly, in your kind of solar plexus mm -hmm. in that area. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, and, um, and so often we ignore that feeling. Yeah. And that has been my experience growing up, you know, that I felt it, I felt it. And it, it wanted to kind of propel me to, to do things that I then immediately, my head was then suggesting, oh, no, 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 you really should not do that, Britta. That's really yeah. embarrassing or that's not the done thing or you're not going to fit in or, you know, all of this kind of, you know, voice in your head. And so the fierce is that 
pure, true power that you feel within you that is ignited mm-hmm. when you're inspired, that is ignited when, that is kind of nurtured when you identify your purpose and yeah. you and your actions are purposeful. And then yeah. you're in line with your fears. Um, so that's, and so when I, so when I saw this word fierce, I was just like, oh, that was it. This yeah. was exactly, that was my word. This was going to yeah. be it because, you know, it's, it's strong, but it's also this kind of rawness and it's not tainted by culture yet. And, and that's, and I just love it. <laughs> I love that. And I love what you just said there. It's not tainted by culture yet. I definitely think we have a wonderful way of making things, even the word purpose at the moment, you know, everyone's talking about it, but what is the essence of it? And we're going to, I mean, everything you covered there, we are going to delve into, but what I really I really love about what you do and obviously the book is called Fierce to Fit Fears to Fierce which is obviously incredibly clever um for me for you what was it that your where did this drive come from because I know you talk about a moment when you were in Venezuela and you were a child where did this passion and this drive come from and your journey with this message what is it that made you want to kind of birth this into the world this 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 topic yeah thank you so much so, so do you know what it's like? And I know your book is coming out very soon and I'm so <laughs> excited for it. Oh Thank my God, <laughs> gorgeous. Um, so so it's, it's when you write a book, it, you know, it's a moment where you can look back. And, yeah. and, and so, you know, and it's, it's an incredible privilege really in many ways because you don't often do that. You don't often ask yourself, oh, you know, where did I learn this? And wh- where did yes. this all start? And why am I thinking this? And where do these beliefs come from? And how have they evolved over time? And, and obviously my, my, my reason for writing the book, maybe starting with that, is I, I really wanted to share what I had learned because I had yeah. definitely learned it the hard way. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's the only way that you learn is the hard way, you know, going through a lot of pain and a lot of um, realizations. And, um, and what I realized is that when, when my parents and I and my brother, we moved from Germany to Venezuela, that was a, a life-changing and incredibly defining moment. Obviously, you know, I was 15. It's a very impressionable age. It's yeah. also a very hard age, you know, 15. I mean, you know, you're really kind of waking up to the world and to your own identity mm-hmm. and your gendered identity and, you know, all sorts of other identities. And um, and then finding myself in a very, very, very different culture and, you know, and, and witnessing extreme poverty and injustice and inequality, particularly towards women, just just literally it's like I can't describe it anymore it's just like yeah. you know this yeah. is not okay and my whole body was like vibrating this is what I, if I think back now to it now obviously I didn't have the language then and I didn't really yeah, understand cool. it and um and so then I very quickly realized well you know through what I was being told through what I saw I didn't see anybody else Becky you know on fire and I'm like okay Mm -hmm. well there's clearly so I deducted that there's clearly something wrong with me yeah if I'm feeling these depths of emotions and no one else seems to and everybody else seems to be okay just kind of abiding by the norms and you know being a good girl and 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 kind of reigning reigning this fierce in you know tame it (laughs) Um, and so and so so that's kind of when I think this rupture occurred within me oh I love that word yeah and that's how I felt it you know back in and and it's been then over the last kind of seven seven eight years that I feel I've really proactively been healing that rupture really Mm. and and I remember probably three four years ago I had this moment where I'm like I think I think I've welded the broken pieces 
together, it just suddenly, I felt like I'd made peace with, with my fears. I'm like, this is gorgeous. This is a gorgeous fierce. There's no yeah. need anymore to tame it. Let it out, you know, yeah. but also making peace with the fact that I had been um, conforming to norms that really, actually, I don't believe in yeah, um, and not giving myself hard time for that, right? Yeah, and absolutely. that, and from that moment, I just said, okay, I, I, I want to share that. I want to share mm-hmm. that because the, 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 the likelihood is that there are so many other women in particular, but humans in general, who have that rupture. Yeah. Um, and if, if I can, through my story, because I believe in the power of our own stories, right? <gasps> yeah, I'd say that to all of, I mean, anyone that's listening that's a client of mine or in my communities will know that I'm always like, your story is your superpower. Like, superpower. Superpower. And I had a conversation with my sister the other day and she was talking like just so randomly about mum guilt and how she doesn't, she wants to protect her son, her baby boy from everything. And I was like, but if we'd been protected from the grief that we had, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing for work now. And she was just like, Oh yeah, I hadn't thought of it like that. I was like, you can't have a perfect upbringing because he won't have any lessons to learn. <laughs> but I mean, like, it is. It, do you know what? There's in, in one of my chapters where I talk about strength. That mm. is one of that was one of the greatest realizations that I had because you know we think we're not strong enough to cope, right? We co- constantly say, "What oh, if this is going to yeah. happen? I'm not going to cope. I'm not going to cope. Okay, I'm not yeah. going to go like all the time." And you repeat it, and you repeat it, and then you obviously you want to say, "Yeah." Isn't it? I'm not going to cope. And, yeah. and so, so then obviously it's fear that you're not strong enough to cope. You immediately transfer onto your children. And obviously yeah. you want to protect your children. And I have, I only learned it the hard way. My daughters are 20 and 18 now. So they wow. are, you know, mm. grown up. And I wish I had learned some of this earlier, but obviously it, you know, this is not how it goes. You yeah. just learn it when you learn it. And, and then I realized, okay, Britta, this fear that you have, that you're not strong enough, you also have that fear for your daughters, but it's not mm. going to serve them. No, what cool. if we can flip that around, right? And what if I can believe that they are stronger than they think yeah. and that they will cope? And just like I am stronger than I think. And so now we have this beautiful agreement between my daughters and I that, you know, when they will tell me things that obviously will make me worry. And I will tell them things that will make them worry. We have this agreement to say, you know what? I know that you're stronger than you think and wow. that you, you got this. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, and you know that I got it. And then, and then that. it's like, oh, yeah. Because it, it, I love that. I mean, I've, I've been through some situations recently and my first instance was like, I can't, I don't know if I've got the strength. And then I was like, no, Becky, you have the strength and you're going to rise from this. I love what you, I love that you use the word rupture. And we're going to talk about fears in a bit because... I know my audience are particularly very obsessed with fears because they know I love talking about fear. Um, But I love how you've used the word rupture. And you've said a few times about our resistance to our fears and um, how when you were younger, you just felt like this overriding feeling of emotion. I remember I did a podcast once and the guy I was interviewing, he was like, have you ever thought about the fact that that anxiety that you feel, that that stress that we all feel is actually our power, our fierce, our light, like wanting to come out? Do you, what is it about this resistance that you think we have and the discomfort that we have around kind of making impact and being true to our fears? Because you do mention that in the book as well. Um, And I see it with so many of my clients, you know, just as soon as they go to step out into the light or they do something big or bold or really connect to their power, there's so much resistance. They find themselves going back to really old patterns or catastrophic things happening in their life. So I'd love to hear more about, I guess, that feeling of the anxiety that we can sometimes misinterpret um, and also why you think we have that resistance. Mm, God, 
multi-complex question, sorry. (laughs) Right, right. Such an important group of questions, isn't it? All around this power. Like, why is it that we, we, because we feel this power, if we just stop for a moment and we allow ourselves to feel it, and particularly in in coaching conversations like the ones that you Mm. have with your clients, right? You feel it. and, 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 And the moment you feel it, there's fear right there because you're like oh my god it's too strong this power is Mm -hmm. too strong like i don't know if i can i can if i can handle it i honestly genuinely think that this is where some of the anxiety comes from because it's so strong that we because we've been keeping a lid on it for so long it's like and then it comes out and you're like oh my god this genie this genie is bigger than the bottle this is kind of a little bit maybe i love that You know, and, and, and this, and this is how it feels. And so then you, and what I have found is if you take a moment to actually just be and, and like, look at the genie, get to know the genie and, 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 and and realize you don't have to be scared. This is like magic. This is where the magic is happening, literally. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then gently, and, and everybody has a different journey gently start to allow the genie to, to do its magic and observe yeah. the impact that you are creating. Yeah, absolutely. And and know, know that there will be resistance. So so if you so first of all, and this is I think why we often resist ourselves, because we already know that people will resist. And so we kind of think if we just resist ourselves, then maybe we can protect ourselves from that resistance yeah. that you're gonna come. So when you get to the point where you no longer resist, just know, know that there will be resistance. And and instead of being scared of that resistance, yeah. embrace it as a sign that you're going in the right direction. So one of the things that I have learned that really helps me when I allow the genie out of the bottle, you know, and mm-hmm. I've made that decision, I'm going to I'm going to show up in my power um, and I'm going to observe how that power, you know, impacts and creates yeah. the ripples. And I'm going to be ready for certain people to feel really uncomfortable and for yes. the resistance to come, mm-hmm. right? So I'm ready. And and when that resistance comes, I have a number of exercises that I describe in my book that I do. Yeah. And, and one of my favorite ones is hold. I literally, because people will come, they will challenge you. They're like, they will, they want to make you go back into that bottle. Is that right? Mm -hmm. And so then I just literally, I just, and then my inclination obviously is, okay, well, you know, no, absolutely fine, 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 fine. Like make you so smaller. No more. Right. So I've got this whole, I literally, and sometimes I put my hands on my belly and I just say, in my head, I say, hold, hold, hold. And, you know, and because they will stop, eventually they will stop. If if you hold your power, and what I've realized, Becky, is that actually that is the greatest gift that you can give. You think that by making them feel comfortable again, yes. you know, you're kind of helping them and, and, and your inclination to kind of serve and care for other people. So like, like make me, let me just make myself smaller so they don't feel uncomfortable. Mm-mm. Wow. Right? Doesn't work. Doesn't work for you, for sure. But also actually doesn't work for them because they are doing they this. Because, yeah, of course. Because they've got their things going on, right? Right, and they their egos that are driving them, or like, oh, this is I don't like her. She's too much in my face. Like, can you just? But it's like for them to actually think, oh, what happened there? And the greatest likelihood of them doing that is if you hold. 
just hold. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think it's so true. You know, people resist because of their own shadows, their own insecurities, their own worries. And it's something that, you know, we're so passionate here about at Get Lit is like helping women step into their light and being unafraid to shine, to quit hiding, dimming. I mean, it's one of the things that lights me up with the most purpose. Obviously, I business coach people with their marketing, but the bit I love the most is getting them out there and and not shrinking anymore. That's the bit that gives me the goosebumps. So it's so, I love what you've said about the genie in its bottle and not going back into that bottle. I haven't heard that before. And I think it's so powerful. When you talk in the book, obviously about fear and how fierce can kind of like dissolve fear. How, how, how does it do that? And we're going to talk in a little bit about kind of inspiration and purpose in a little bit more depth, but for you, what is it about that connecting to your fears and really being brave enough to step into that light that allows fear to just dissolve? Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting, you know, because I think that there, it is true that there are some split seconds and moments when you don't feel fear, yeah. where it does dissolve. But I, mm-hmm. I just want to, I, I feel like it's really important for me to say that I don't normally think fear goes away. I I don't think that the fear goes away, but it's that you can, you can know through the process that I describe in my book, that you can hold the fear and Mm -hmm. the fierce in you, that you are strong enough to hold both because we kind of think we have to make this choice. Either we're really scared and we kind of keep small or we're really fierce and then we have to be fearless. Love that. You say that in the book about this idea of either or, right? Right. Love that. Right. And it's not, it is actually not true. I mean, in fact, I think in my fiercest moments, I probably have really great fear that is, and I kind of make it sit on my shoulder it's kind of lurking somewhere in a sense that but I know it's lurking there and I know what that fear is so I've made friends with it I know it right and and that knowledge is really so helpful this this is what I guess my main message is like get to know your fear what is the Mm -hmm. fear tell me what is it what's the worst Mm -hmm. that could happen go there literally go there look at it feel it you know visualize it and now let's go to your fears. Now you tell me what lights you up, what you want to do, what's your vision, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have them both because then you can say, that, okay, so I could, I could follow the fear yeah. and that would mean that I'm not going to inspire all these women that I want to inspire. I'm not going to light them up. I'm not going to, you know, am I okay with that? No, hell no, I'm not okay with that. Okay, great. So I'm going to choose fears, right? And, yeah. so I, and I know what the fear is, but I know what the price is for giving into the fear. And that, and mm-hmm. that is the, for me. And so I kind of imagine it like these, um, you know, when you come to a, a road crossing and, uh, and there's one way where you go and you choose fear and there's one and the other road takes you down your fears. And every time you have a choice again, you go down that road of fears. And then, but yeah. you're going to have another crossroads. Every so often, you're going to have another crossroads. And every time, you can choose fears again. Yeah. Right? But it's not that the fears that. has gone away. Yeah. It's making your mission more important than your insecurities, right? And like, essentially, some people might look at it as choosing the higher version of you rather than the inner critic. And it, it was a moment, you know, I've really felt that recently with announcing the book. I was resisting telling everyone. I knew for months that this was happening and I was chasing my publishers being like, when can I tell people? When can I tell people? And then the moment they said I could, I was like, I don't want to tell anyone. And I just sat with it for a whole weekend and I was like, I'm not going to tell anyone for a bit. And then I just was like, 
whatever someone might say, whether it sells, doesn't sell, whether the feedback is amazing or not, I know that it will truly help people raise their vibration that read it. So I'm going to choose that way. And it was, you're right. Like I just chose my fierce, my higher self chose to step in and, and, and quietly take the hand of my inner child and just be like, let's go do this, right? Like, let's go show this way. And I think that is so true. And I'm sure so many people listening to this will really resonate with where they've been in moments that have absolutely petrified them. And have they chosen the route that petrifies them, which I think a lot of people probably choose um, rather than connecting to their essence. So I guess there are three pillars to the book, right? Meaning, owning your power and transforming your world. So what we're kind of touching on here is the meaning element, is the inspired element, right? So I'd love to dig deeper on that. What is it about for you, the inspiration that it, because you say in the book, it's kind of the greatest gift that you can give yourself um, and to fuel your fear. So, and I love that line. I absolutely love that. So you say, I think inspired, when we're inspired, our fear fires up, right? That's right. What is it about inspiration that's so transformative for you? I mean, you know, this is why I, I'm I'm so happy to have this conversation with you. Um, honestly, Becky is I, you know, I've got I've at least like three or four times already had like mega goosebumps, and I'm just feeling, you know, I. So what happens? Okay, so what happens? I mean, I just love it. I love yeah. it, and I genuinely think <laughs> that you know we all, and this is why podcasts like yours and and the, the work that you do for your community is so important because you're nurturing everyone's fears. It's like food mm. for your fears. That is the mm. reality. We need to because yeah. we. We are we can take so much from within ourselves and there is so much beauty when you're on your own and you can absolutely find so much inspiration within you but the inspiration that you get when you connect with others and you see yourself reflected in someone else and you remember that you are not separate yeah you know that is just when that is when everything kind of elevates and 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 the more we can do that the, the more it helps us when we're at this crossroads to choose yeah. your fears because you know that you 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 have a community out there that you are connected with and that and 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 even if all the rest of the world <laughs> you know are going to be the party poopers and they're going to be your you know whatever the people <laughs> who don't like you does that really matter you don't even know them and you know and let's focus on the people who love you who've told yeah. you and who, who you connect with you know who yeah. see you and this is the beautiful thing and I just wanted to say you know Becky this this decision that you took this this leap of faith in you because that's mm. what this is right you saying mm -hmm. I'm going to put my book out there because I believe in what I have to offer and we don't talk about this we, we kind of think oh that's really selfish oh my gosh she's really full of herself yeah because we assume it's self-indulgent or stuck up or you know that shining yeah it's the whole it's the whole, and also my book is about being powerful and there I was <laughs> shrinking being like I'm scared to step into my power it's just so true isn't it always happens so true I love what you say about the shared community part and and I think the bit that really lit me up in your book was that I have been like desperate for a long time to do volunteering and work in the like the wider community and equality and obviously the beauty of your book I also think is your examples are really led around like stories that show true in like with the work that you do they really talk about such different things I think that people talk about talking about the humanity the inequality some of the tragedies that you've you know come across and I think that's what's so interesting in the books quite often you know 
you read books and people talk about, I mean, mine, you talk, I talk about my own personal fears of, but what's with yours is such depth to it. Um, and it's so interesting. And you talk about this like idea of shared humanity and that this is where like the root of all inequality comes from essentially, isn't it? It's the heart of inequality is that this, we're not living an inspired life as a collective. I'd love for you to dig a little bit deeper on that. Cause I think it's such a new, such a, it's a conversation I haven't had. And I know a lot of my readers won't, uh, readers, listeners won't have heard is this idea of being connected yes. with our inspirations and why it's so important to see it like that. Yeah, exactly. You know, because this is the thing. So what I was just describing to you. So, you know, I, we have never met before, right? And we, yeah. we're, we're talking now and I've already had moments when I was like, you know, soul sister, you know. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, we're going to be best friends. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right? Right. And so, so why is that? That is because you have made a conscious decision to be open. You know, you just shared the fact that you are fearful of your own power, even though supposedly, perhaps as a coach, you shouldn't be. I mean, anyway, these, I'm just yeah, you know, yeah. putting this in inverted commas because absolutely. obviously those are all yeah. the fear voices that we have in our head. And then the same for me, right? I absolutely know that if I can be, so being fierce actually means showing myself fully, mm -hmm. like this is who I am. This is, this is, yeah. you know, I, it's not that I know everything. It's not that I have to be right. It's just, this is what lights me up. This is, this is my heart. Have a look at my heart. I mean, you, there's nothing more vulnerable than that. But when we do that, I mean, that is when other people's hearts open up as well. And then suddenly you realize that, for example, the women that I might have met in Rwanda or in Congo or in, in, in Nigeria, you know, I mean, in a completely different circumstances, in completely different, we don't even speak the same language. And yet our hearts were open and I would see their pain and their sorrow and I would feel it like it was mine. And and in the, in those moments, you you feel so connected that there is no way that you see yourself as separate. And when yeah. and when you feel that, that you can't hate someone, then it's not possible. And then and, and then if I can't hate someone, if I can't see them as different, then you get rid of all the reasons for why there is so much conflict in the world and and so much greed and so much. So little humanity. Um, yeah. And and so that and so this has been also part of my mission, uh, you know, Becky, to yeah. to show how much humanity there actually is, because the news don't talk about that. They always talk about the conflict, the you know, one side against the other, you know, Brexit or you know, remain, you know, with me or against me. And it's like yeah. that is not how the world operates at all. Yeah. Um, no. And I we, I think we all can play a role. We can all play a role in mm. creating a different way of looking at the world. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's what I feel so deeply. And I think a part in the book that really connected with me when you spoke about how, when we connect to this inspiration, this feeling of inspired, like being inspired, it was about a story of a, of a little girl that had had um, her, uh, like genitals cut off essentially at a young age and you talk about how when you get that motion of inspiration and you so deeply want to like support someone or, or or hear their story it stops you from it like overrides the negative self-talk when we do something I think that's why it's such a good example because you give this depth and you look at things and we go oh my god and there I am worrying about what my stomach looked like in a video that I did or um you know it overrides that kind of fear essentially right. and I love 
I love how you put that because it, that was the part that really like dug right into my heart. And I was just like, I see it now. You know, we talk about stepping into your power, stepping into your purpose and, and having more inspiration, which causes you to kind of be like, I'm so driven by this that I'm not going to let my fears win. But that that example is such a lovely way to say, I mean, you you say about how it it stops you from taking inaction, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's just, it's no, it's no more possible. It's like, it's not possible because basically mm-hmm. you're so, your fears are so fired up that actually it's more effort to kind of not act on it than um than 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 to to overcome the fear and 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 do it because it's yeah. no and also i kind of think i mean and maybe i can't really ex- describe this so well in words because it's such a strong feeling but in those moments there is such peace because you just know this is what you're meant to do now it is so, yeah. so so you might still feel the fear but it's not you it's not an option it's not, yeah, it's not an, an option, option anymore, anymore. <laughs> and i've had moments in my own personal life you know where you perhaps witness inequality in the workplace or you know and it kind of builds up and you kind of like you know you don't really like it and you kind of like think, oh you know just i'm not i don't want to cause problems i don't want to be the troublemaker i want and it keeps going and it keeps going and then there comes a switch like a switch moment a moment when it's no longer an option not mm. to say something. Not and say something. right. And in that moment yeah. you rise up and, and and you do it. And you don't know what's gonna happen. And you are scared like, oh my goodness. But you're clear that the, and you mm-hmm. might not know what the next day is gonna bring. But all you know is that you have to do this so that in order to go to bed in the evening and to know that you've been true to yourself. Because sometimes this is where you need to use our voice and say, this is not okay. I might not have all the answers and I might not be whatever, but I know, I sense it so deeply that this is not okay. And I'm going to say it now. (sighs) And I'm going to hold my power, right? Yeah. And I love what you, I love how you're constantly referring to like, living with our fears, owning them, embracing them, embracing the fact that we don't know all the answers or that we haven't got our stuff all together, but we just know that we're so inspired by that one thing that we really want to do or the big, the few things that we want to do that that wins every time, or we choose that way every time. And I think a lot of people assume that those that are coaches or authors and have, have done work in this world, like, you know, we don't struggle with problems (laughs) or challenges, but this work is really about giving us the tools right to right. embrace right 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 so I've been mm-hmm. I've been coaching on the side for a couple of years now for three years yeah. and I've just uh, chosen to uh, take this deep transformational coaching training because I want to go even mm-hmm. deeper as a coach yeah. and hold that yeah. space for my clients and um, and so so obviously so in that training you do the majority of what you do actually is on yourself right your own self-awareness mm-hmm. and your realizations and um so I was doing this um reflecting and I had this immense insight and this might sound really simple but I realized that I still had this belief that somehow I had to know it all before I had the right for my voice to be heard what I know the worst how how is that even because then I thought myself okay do I actually believe that do I believe like with other people they shouldn't say anything until they know everything about the subject matter no I don't and yet there I was literally holding myself 
Yeah. I had the same thing. I think writing a book is probably one of the most triggering things isn't it, in the whole world. <laughs> and I was the same. I was like, who am I to talk about manifesting when there's still things in my life I haven't manifested? Like, who am I to talk about? Like, but I think that's part of it. And I do think that that's why like, I'm so inspired by you because you say that, you know, people that say that they've got it all together, it kind of feels untouchable. It feels a little bit toxic as though like we're meant to be happy all the time and without problems. And actually, in writing my book, I was going through probably one of the biggest challenges I've ever been through in life. And there were moments where I had to like get myself up and be like, I'm in a hole here and I really just want to spend the weekend crying. But no, that's my old way. That's my shadow side. I want to get up and I'm going to inspire people. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bill is in the <laughs> I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird dance moves. <laughs> you head back and then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier mm. and for me like that's just worth it the weekly roast music in my life and how are you just three more podcasts to feast your ears on find them wherever you found this podcast one thing also I think I would love to ask the question because how closely do you think this um, so when we're talking about inspiration, do you think it's always linked to serving others? Because I think that's something I've always questioned myself. Um, and I think maybe I've always lent to more towards yes. Um, but do you think for you, do you think it is? I love that question. I've never mm. been asked that question. And I've really, yes. And I've pondered on it all the time. Mm. And I always shy away from doing kind of generalized 
you know, statements, yeah. right? Because, because yeah. obviously, because it goes back to what we just said, because I don't know. So, you know, because yeah. I, I guess it may, maybe there are people out there who really have a purpose that really just serves them. I yeah. don't think so, because I think that inherent yeah. in the notion and understanding of purpose, even though it's true that the word is kind of losing maybe some of its meaning, but definitely in the way that I use it and I see it with other people around me, that the reason why purpose links to inspiration and gives us meaning is because mm-hmm. it gives us meaning. It gives meaning to our actions. And the way yeah. we find meaning is through connections with others, through the impact that we create, right? So sometimes what I say to the people I work with around developing their purpose is what matters to you and how do you want to matter? Yeah, because it's not just what matters to you. It is linked to how you want to matter, and and you can't matter just to yourself. Just to yourself. So it's, I think it's because it's so closely linked. I think I what I kind of ever like when I sat with when I was pondering on it, and 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 people were asking me. I was like, I think it's just the fulfillment you get is so different when it's in service to others to any fulfillment that you get when it's for yourself almost. And I think that that's why it ends up being, but I think what I've really learned is that perhaps it doesn't have to be a life-changing purpose <laughs> or act. So, um, and what defines more life-changing than less life-changing. So I'll say to people, you know, like if you're a hairdresser, your so your purpose might be to make people have wonderful hair and also have lovely conversations with them whilst they're having their hair done. Like it doesn't have to be a, a fully lo- like a, you know, a, a world global <laughs> domination purpose. So that, that's how you always get, that was going to be my question is how do you link purpose and inspiration? And you've just said it so perfectly there that it just creates more meaning, right? Yeah, it, exactly. I think that's right. I think inspiration can give you an insight actually. So, so maybe some of your listeners are sitting here now thinking, oh my God, this purpose business is really yeah. stressing me out. You know, I don't have yeah. a purpose and, and, you know, this might be really easy for Becky and Britta to be talking about this, but you know, I don't, I don't have a purpose. I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, you do. Literally, yes, you do. Um, so, you know, use inspiration as, as an, as a, like, you know, so can think you're like a detective and you're like, okay, I'm on search for my purpose. Okay. So what inspires you? So maybe from this conversation, you know, what really lit you up? What was it? What made you have goosebumps? Then go there, then ask yourself, when, when did you feel that before? You know, what is it? What is it about that? Really get to know it. And then and then look over your kind of past experiences, often challenges mm-hmm. and that yeah. have defined who you are, right? That have that means that you are here now. And um and ask yourself, what did you take from those moments? And yeah. and, and look at what words come up and then write those words down and have a little play around and, and start to say, you know, I really care about blah, blah, blah. And I would really like to ensure that people feel blah, blah, blah. You know, just 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 go with it. It's within you. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just just, just sense your way through. Um, mm-hmm. You definitely have um, a purpose. So that's kind of where inspiration plays yeah. a huge role Um yeah. In your mm. I love I love that it's really actionable things that you can go away and do and I know that that's in your book as well that process mm. of like reflecting on moments how important do you think it is this self-awareness and taking lessons I mean <laughs> I think it's everything I, yeah, I, I right isn't it Becky I think it's everything and and it's um and it's you know and I don't and I know that um, maybe some people would say, oh, is, isn't that really kind of very self-absorbent? You know, there you are just navel gazing and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not because it's coming from a purpose. So yeah. 
I, the self-awareness that I cultivate, I cultivate because I know, I mean, even without a purpose, I know that just being who I am, I have an impact on the people around me. And so if I can understand better how I feel or what I do or what my, how my beliefs are holding me back or how my beliefs make me judge others, um, you know, if I can't, if I can address that, then I have an impact on the people around me. And then obviously if I, if that's part of my work, then it's, um, it, you know, it means that you, you can achieve and, and, and find the impact that you, that you're looking for that you're looking for I mean I mean there's so many juicy takeaways from this and I like I could talk to you for absolutely hours absolutely hours and we haven't even touched the surface of what what fears to fears covers in the book there's so many other elements to it when you're talking about purpose you say that it freed you I'd love to just know how and why it freed you and I think it's just really inspiring for the listeners to hear Yes, because that's the beauty of it. As a first of all, purpose, when you have, so we just described a little bit what you can do to um, yeah. you know, have this purpose statement and then and then kind of practice speaking it out loud and you will realize yeah. that you take yourself more seriously. Mm-hmm. And the beauty about the purpose is that it's about you, your essence, who you are. It's It doesn't have to be linked to your job, right? So going back yeah. to the hairdresser example, yeah. right? so the, the person who's a hairdresser, their purpose might well be to make people feel beautiful and have lovely conversations. And being a hairdresser is one way of doing that. There could be other ways. And that is why it freed me so much because I realized that I thought, you know, I've always worked for um, women's rights organizations and, and, and that was very much my passion. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that, my purpose is, I mean, now my latest statement is you know, to, um, to kind of inspire women to follow their fears, right? So that, yeah. that is my purpose. Now I mm-hmm. can do that in, in whatever way I wish. So one, one yeah. way of doing that is through the work that I do with Women for Women International, but, and, and, and one way is through the coaching that I do. And one way is through the, you know, our conversation now. I mean, and I can do this when I go for a walk with a friend of mine, you know, it just, and, and that is so freeing because you stop defining yourself through the yeah. job titles that you hold. Yeah. Yeah. And I love like, that. you talk about that in the book and I love that. And I do think a lot of people think that purpose and I, and I sometimes hold myself accountable for the fact that we work with a lot of women who are wanting to change their jobs and their careers. And sometimes I'm like, God, I feel like we're fueling a little bit of this, this, this desire that your purpose has to be linked to your career and what you do for work. And actually as an individual myself, I really resonate with what you're saying because I recently have been really thinking, okay, my job gives me so much fire, so much purpose, so much fear, so much passion, so much fulfillment. But outside of my work, I've really had to work hard on finding what else gives me passion and purpose. I've had to like find hobbies to do that have nothing to do with my work because I found a bit of a, an imbalance in the fact that my job lights me up so much. Um, that everything's connected to it. But I also love what you've said that everything's about basically coming out of the box, right? Because you can you can feed your purpose in so many different ways. It doesn't have to be one route. I love that. It's so interesting, you know, Becky, it makes me immediately want to ask you, what do you yeah. what do you believe about work? And what do you believe about non-work? You know, kind of mm. and really digging into yeah, you know, 100%. right. What what is there? And 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 it'll be so interesting to to see what you find there. And I think that is when I think in general, when we find that we are a little bit stuck, it's always 
I think, um, perhaps just revisiting our beliefs around the area that we feel stuck and, and just seeing that. And because it goes back, it says, I mean, you know, we can't, we, we have been conditioned to behave and think and operate is our operating system right and so we're not going to completely free ourselves from that so it's an ongoing journey of reconnecting with our higher selves of remembering that we're not robots that we don't have to follow this pattern of the operating system that we've been you know conditioned mm. with and that if for example you know if we love what we do and we have this kind of multi-hyphen way of being which clearly you have right Becky you've written a book you coach you have this community you do the podcast you know this is it's and you might choose to describe this as one job or you know your yeah. work and um, others might just say this is your way of living and yeah. um you know and anyway it's wow. it's it's just really interesting yeah it's super interesting it's definitely something I'm going to go away and really think about because like I, I do you know a lot of my life is my work and it fills me up and I love it but I have in the last few years had to really sit down and go okay I'm going to pick up this hobby because I know it has nothing to do with my work and it fulfills me you know and and I've seen this conversation a lot and I've had this conversation a lot with people about being multifaceted multi-layered you know a lot of us came into this world it was fitness for me at the beginning <laughs> it was like sharing my journey as I was healing my body of intolerances and disordered ways of living and then it evolved into what I am doing now. Um, and and I've, I've seen so many women in, in the community kind of talk about, you know what, I, I also love clothes. I love, like, it actually makes me feel so alive shopping for other people and, sh and, and, and just putting outfits together. I love music. I love singing. I love dancing. But a lot of those things have been almost squashed slightly as I've been so fulfilled and and lit up by this line of work that I've had to really sit and, and ask myself you know how can I fulfill myself in other ways otherwise can't can't just work all the time yeah it's so interesting I'm gonna go away and really really look into that but honestly thank you I literally could have this conversation for ages and guys in the book like Britta continues to talk about I mean we haven't even touched the surface on like you talk about self-leadership you talk about stepping into your power strength courage love resilience like it's all in there and maybe we need to do an episode two um on really I'd love to talk to you about reclaiming power and stepping into your power <sighs> I'd really love to go there so maybe we do an episode two on that um but thank you so much for joining I guess if I was just to round this off if there were three things that you could give the listeners now to really help them tap into their fears three actionable things that they can go away and do and you probably mentioned them here but just a reminder what would they what would they be yeah thank you so much um becky uh, first of all thank you so much for this conversation you know it's oh. such a it's such a gift and and i I, I think you really it's so wonderful to hear your strong and authentic um and self-reflective voice uh, it's you. just fantastic and thank you for having me and i would love to do oh. a second installment yeah. in the future we should, we that will be so we much will. fun um so my so the the three that come and I try always be just present with the conversation mm. and so I don't you know I don't have my like top three I just no, it just yeah. depends on kind of you know where I am and so the one that came to me right now the first one was you know just like close your eyes and remember a moment when you really felt your fears and you acted on it and that feeling like bottle that up and put that like in in the shelf somewhere inside of you and that when you you know when we all sometimes get lost because it's just too much and the noise is too loud and the days are too full then you take a moment 
and just go and and find that shelf and take that bottle and and remember that feeling because that is just the most strength-giving, life-affirming force that's right mm. there within you. So so that's my number one. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I'm literally sitting here like, right? staring at you like, <laughs> oh, I have so many goosebumps right now. <laughs> um, and, you know, and then the other one that I love so much is um, I, I've, I talk about this uh, boardroom I've created in my heart and, and literally in visitors, I've just like, I love pink. So I've got this pink boardroom and mm-hmm. it's, it's got this gorgeous table with lots of chairs around it. And when I meet women and men, humans who inspire me so deeply, deeply with their story and with their strength and with their love and the trust that they feel and their purpose and commitment, I give them a seat in this boardroom. And so then on days when I feel lonely and like you described the other day, and all I want to do is just lie in bed and cry. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to that boardroom. And every time it's exactly the right woman that comes to me in that boardroom. And I'm just hold hands with her. And she just reminds me, just reminds me, Britta, it's all good. You're here for a reason. You matter. Go, go. You know, it's like, oh, so you can do that and you can, you know, you, you decide it's your boardroom, put people in there that, that, you know, that cheer you on, that bring you love, that inspire you. So, oh my God, honestly, I feel so lit up from this conversation. I do. I really feel incredibly connected to my fears. I think it's been, you know, personally for me, it's been a whirlwind of a week. It's been emotional highs and emotional lows. And I was like, kind of at my absolute wits end. And this has just brought me back to life. Honestly, thank you so much. It's so powerful. And I want to see you at that boardroom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Seriously, thank you so much for joining. Guys, you can buy Fears to Fierce now. I've got the book in here right with me it's honestly an amazing book and it has it has truly truly helped me reconnect to like you know what I know I want to be doing next and I will be absolutely reaching out to you for that (laughs) Um, but thank you so much and obviously I'm sure Britta won't mind you contacting her dropping her a dm and and connecting with her we'll put her links in the bio for you guys um if there was ever a coach that I would love to work with it would be you as well so absolutely like get in contact with her for a one-to-one coaching but thank you you are a gift thank you so much oh my god Becky I am so happy I I I, I feel like I'm completely (laughs) elevated now I'm like okay I I, exactly Exactly, exactly. I just kind of need to float now. <laughs> so, yeah. I really hope that people listening to this feels feel the energy because it was like yeah. a magnetic thing going here from the moment we picked up the phone. So Absolutely. thank you. Obviously, I can't wait thank for you. another episode. Thank you so much, and I love what you do, and love to all of your wonderful mm. listeners. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, please don't forget to like, share and review us so that we can keep spreading this light and help more women light up together. Every time you share on your socials or with a friend, you help another person find us and help us spread that light 
further. If you are a regular around here, don't forget to click subscribe or follow. Add us to your libraries so that you can be notified of all of our latest episodes. And don't forget to also check out all that we have to offer at www.getlitinc.co.uk. That is www.getlitinc.co.uk to help you drop self-doubt and truly step into your greatness. From our group coaching programs, workshops, courses, memberships, and our very own Get Lit Community Coaches, as well as tons of free resources aimed to help you excel in your personal lives, entrepreneurial journeys, and in your careers, we have absolutely everything for you. And if you are looking for a coach that is right for you, then don't forget to head to our expert directory, that is getlitinc.co.uk forward slash expert hyphen directory and you can see our incredible directory of approved coaches ready and raring to support you on your growth journey you know what time it is it is time to step into your power raise your vibration and get lit hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.